This is an APAC EO production. Welcome to episode 77 of the EO Business Podcast for APAC. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show, and today I'm joined by an EO in Adelaide, Simon Trims from Family Vision. Good morning, Simon. Morning, Brendan. How are you going? Good, good. Now, I'm really curious to hear your whole EO journey and where you are now. Perhaps we'll we'll start with now what you're doing and then we can backtrack on why you ended up where you are right now. So what yeah. does fam- what, what, what is Family Vision? So Family Vision is a, a business I started about 18 months ago, focusing on working with CEOs, key execs and entrepreneurs on really focusing on their family and the I guess the core elements of family life, so family and community. Um, It's based around bringing that focus. We'll talk a bit about it today, I'm sure, but my journey has been very much on, in the past, building this sort of successful multinational business, which almost cost me my my wife, my relationship, my family, and put a huge amount of stress on my own sort of personal and mental space. Um, And I guess... Being going through my forum and having focus on where I'm at and what I'm doing really brought me to to understand that actually I'm I'm focusing on the wrong things. Yeah, right. Um, and and many of us around us are doing this. We're doing a similar sort of thing. And the more I looked at it, and the more I got into it, and the more I started to speak to other EO members and business owners that sort of travelled around the globe, I realised that there was a huge void for the, for for this type of work. So how how long have you been in EO for? Uh, nine years now. Yep. So, uh, yep, I joined uh, joined nine years ago through an introduction through one of my distributors, funnily enough, who's an EO member from New Zealand. All oh, right. Okay. So let's walk back to the early days then, what you were doing, um, the successful building uh, business that you built. What what was that around? It was around talk tools and controlled bolting. So I had a business called Rad Talk Systems, and we focused on doing up big nuts and bolts, so specialized tools for doing up big heavy duty nuts and bolts for the mining oil and gas and and putting up like the big wind turbines that everyone's now seeing around the planet. Yeah. So you, it's a, it was a global, like based in Adelaide servicing the world. We focused mainly on Asia Pacific. Yeah. Um, we had distribution around the globe, but our focus was on, on APAC. So we had a, a staunch belief that we won't supply or service anywhere that we couldn't provide backup to. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And is that business still going? It is, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll get, get on to part of my journey, but I've got a, a management team and a general manager that are still running, still running that business for me. So yeah. I still own it 100%. Yeah. Um, but I've got a full full management team that are running it on a day to day basis. And so, what was the point where um, that you went enough is enough? Like things are out of whack. I've got to I've got to do something. You mentioned you know you had you had some potential uh, personal impacts of you know the family pressure on the family. What was there one critical moment where you that broke it, you know, that sort of put you on a different trajectory or? Yeah, there was. So it was on a retreat. So about four, four or five years ago, uh, I was on a retreat with my forum and uh, we planned to do a big in-depth goal setting session. And I sort of, I've always been wanting to push myself outside of my comfort zone a little bit and, and get myself comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. So I took it upon myself to write a letter to my wife, um, asking her to judge me as, as much as we don't like to use judgment in EO terms, but ask her to judge me as a husband and as a father and as a leader. 
and uh, and to be totally open. So I wrote quite a long in-depth letter uh, to ask for some feedback and um, she certainly gave me that feedback. <laughs> All right. So this was actually a real letter that you uh, you gave to her. And... Yeah. So I, I gave it to her about a month before retreat. Okay. Uh, and see, fully sealed. And I and uh, I was fairly raw in there about what I thought my shortcomings were and, and how I thought I saw, saw our relationship and what she meant to me. Um, and I was, and you know, obviously when we go away, our forum always goes away for a week each oh, year. Oh, wow. To set, okay. To set for our retreat. So um, I was always very conscious that working so hard within the business, you know, going back five years ago, I was working 70, 80 hours a week and then EO and then retreats and traveling with business. Yeah. And, and so I was conscious of the fact that I probably wasn't the best partner or husband in the world um as much you, as i tried to you got kids yeah, yeah as much as i tried to be when i was here but I, I was always conscious of you know i was sat at the dining room table working at nights and just wasn't engaged wasn't pre- wasn't present yeah. you know, my, my kids were like four and five okay uh, uh, and so it was pretty easy for again you know they were in bed early so it was easy just for me to relapse back to the dining room table and, and to get on with work um, and it's and, it's probably a fairly challenging, you know. Um, I've got three kids myself, and thinking back to when they were that age, it's it is it's a lot of work um, at home mm. that sometimes as entrepreneurs we probably don't acknowledge as much as what we should do. What's involved with running a successful house? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's certainly a it's certainly a challenge, and and what I guess I was aware of, but but again with my head head down and bum up so to speak i was just focused purely on purely on building the business with that original mindset to go you know i'll put the hard yards in now when the kids are young so that when when they get older you know the lifestyle will be set the foundations there and i can then step back and go okay kids you know and to to my wife too janine that okay we've we've got this built now and all that work i put in in the early days and now allows us now to enjoy life yeah yeah and and so you got the letter Mm. You you opened it at, at retreat or I, yeah I opened it at retreat um, and yeah my heart sank uh, yeah I was I was I was expecting her to be honest and raw because that's the way she is and I think that having those difficult for us personally in our relationship we have difficult conversations but we never have the difficult conversations necessarily around the way that we are with each other yeah and she was she she did everything that I asked of her and uh, yeah right sort of, uh, I guess, uncovered a lot of my shortfalls and a lot of areas, even areas that I just didn't realise that, that I was missing. Um, yeah, certain things of the way that my, my my sort of term of endearment to her that I perceived to be, this is the way I show love. She mm. was like, I hate I hate it when you do this. I hate it when you do that. Wow. And I was like, wow, if only I'd known this before. Yeah. So that's uh, a, it was a real sort of honest and raw communication between you two and that was the uh, catalyst? Yeah, one hundred percent. And so, I, and I asked her again to ask the same similar questions of the kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My parents. I come from a, a very loving background, but my parents were very much sort of revolving door. They both work in class. Yeah. Uh, and one was one was working while one was at home, and as soon as one came home, one went out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was, I, I guess, from building a business. My dad was a, drove a forklift truck and service washing machines. He wasn't an entrepreneur by any means, but. I was very conscious of the fact that because of the, the amount he worked, he wasn't there to go to sport. He wasn't there to take us to school. He wasn't there to pick us up from school. So 
you know, earlier retreats, I'd set goals around that to go, okay, what did I want to be as a father? Yeah. And of course, you know, for me, they were set on what I wanted my parents to be for me. So I'd set those goals and those expectations of myself and said, you know, I always want to be there to take my child to school and my kids to school. And I would be, want to be there to pick them up from school. And I think, you know, I guess when my forum listen to this, they'll smile because they, you know, I got to the end, end of retreat and yet yeah, ticked goal, goal, goal achieved, goal achieved. Hmm. And then when my wife asked the kids how they thought of that um, in the letter that I gave her, um, they hated it. <laughs> right. Uh, and they said all they wanted me to do was to go on school excursions. They didn't want me taking them to school and picking them up from school. <laughs> okay. So yeah. are you doing the school excursions now? Yes. Yep. I've done every, <laughs> school, I've done every school excursion. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, well, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, would you would you change anything like that? So I'm guessing you would have been around like mid 40s or something like that when you had this this moment. And correct, yeah. So I wouldn't change anything because you know I, I always say we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And I was you know I was trying to build myself to be the parent that I wanted my dad to be. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you know I. I'm conscious now that we can't sort of we can't shortcut things to try and gloss over things. Sometimes we've got to go through some of these steps to to learn. And, mm. and I guess the, the great thing of not only that letter, but the the process afterwards with the kids has been around. Well, let's just have those conversations rather than it shouldn't need. You know, in hindsight, to me now, it shouldn't needed to have taken that letter for those things to be raised. Yeah. So if my wife wasn't comfortable about something that I was doing, I would have hoped at the time she would have raised it, but clearly the atmosphere wasn't right to be able to do that. And the same yeah. with my kids, same with my kids. So the, yeah, I, I've got, I've got this interesting observation. I've seen it a lot in EO is around that sort of mid forties range. I went through it myself actually, where I had in my mid forties, I had um, I, my, my thesis is, is that it's either there's a crisis in either your family, your business or uh, health or if you're really unlucky, it's all three of those things. But that crisis is kind of designed as a, a way of taking a different pathway and, and changing the way you're living. Um, yeah, so it sounds like yours was around family um, and you've had the wisdom to be able to uh, actually listen. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, I think, you know, we, my belief is that I, yeah, I say we, but I only make changes based on, inspiration or desperation there's only two reasons why we change as yeah. you say so yeah we're either inspired to do something and it's awesome to grow we go yeah that looks awesome i want to do that yeah. or we're in a, or we're in a position where we go oh okay i've got i really need to fix this and, yeah uh, yeah it's, it's, it's desperate now whether it's around my health or it's about the health of a relationship or whatever it may be yeah yeah so that happened like let's say five years ago and then what were the what were the next steps after that what, oh, what, well, for what, me, it, what started to change? There was a couple of things I was conscious of. So I was uh, five years ago, I was, I was 45. I was approaching my 50th birthday, obviously five years out. Uh, my father passed away, I think he was 52, 53 of motor neuron disease. Right. And so I started to have that whole reflections with, especially after the letter was around my behaviours and, and bringing it down to I've only got so many summers left. Right. And, and going, okay, well, how am I going to live those summers and what does that look like? Yeah. And so for me, it was around, okay, well, I'll, I don't know how, how many summers I've got, 
if I take the average, it may be 30, 35 if I live to to, yeah. to the average to the average age. But the reality is I don't know. I might not be here tomorrow, right? So yeah, yeah. It was going, well, how do I how do I maxify, maximize the the time and the joy I've got now uh, and make sure that what I'm giving on a day-to-day basis is all I can give for my kids and now all I can give for my wife and and for myself as a leader. So it's the way that it transpired was I set a goal and I said, I'm, my, I want to build a goal to be out of the business by the time I'm 50. Yeah. Yeah. And so, seems like another tick there, Simon, that you've uh, had a yeah, schedule so, as well. Uh, <laughs> so each year, I, I, and I guess I, one of the reflections I've had, so I, I was 50 on the 15th of July this year. And my forum kept pushing me each year because that was always my BHAG was, okay, 50. The, co- the company's got to run autonomously without me. That's how it needs to be. Mm. And the my forum being my forum were awesome. And they just kept pushing me and they were going, so why does it need to be 50? Yeah. Why does it need to be 50? And uh, I said, okay, I'm going to make it 49 and a bit. So I, I brought it back a week and I finished up on the 9th of July. Yeah. Uh, just to, again to get the to get the tick yeah but yeah it was certain it was around setting the steps in place to go okay I want to build this to become autonomous without me yeah because uh, I was conscious again around that whole thing with my wife and my kids to go I've got this business which is a multinational business but the reality is that five years ago if I would have been hit by a bus the next day there was no there was no real management team there was we had managers but yep. there was I had but I had no I had no legacy I had no structure uh, and my wife she works within the business three days a week aren't looking after accounts and reconciling accounts but she wouldn't be in a position to be able to run the business and continue it or guarantee its ongoing um, trajectory if you like so yep. for me I saw that as a major a major issue because I've got a wife and kids and if I'm not here tomorrow potentially the business isn't here tomorrow so potentially the lifestyle is not here tomorrow. Yeah. So are you 100% out or are you just work on the business now? Uh, no, I'm 100% out. I, yeah. I go in uh, on the first Tuesday of every month. I've yep. set up a, an accountability board. Yep. So we go in and sit down with the management reti- uh, team on the first Tuesday of every month. Yep. Uh, and we go through the metrics. So I've set like 10 KPIs that the management team are accountable to. Yeah. Uh, and again, through my EO learnings, it's been around it's a tick box. It's a yes or it's a no. There's no, yeah. I've got no room to write that in here. This number's either met or it's not met. So your wife's actually working more in the business than what you are. Yeah. So she's still in the business three days a week. So right. So I think I, it's time she writes you a letter, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got, ret- we've got retreat coming up in a couple of weeks time. So I might suggest that. <laughs> okay. So, um, so obviously that frees up your time dramatically, and that's why family vision is that the focus now that's on a, like career sort of. It is, yeah. So I, I, as I say, I sort of started loosely about eighteen months ago. Yeah, and I was working with colleagues, other EO members, some YPO members, and doing doing one on one work with them, and just purely on referral basis, sitting yeah. down and doing legacy planning, family vision boards in particular. Yeah, uh, yeah, with all with all family ages and and working across different dem- demographics, and then COVID hit, and I was in a position where a lot of the stuff I was doing was overseas. Yeah, and COVID obviously hit, and my my initial, I guess, reaction was to go. I need to revise this goal of of stepping out of the business when I'm fifty. You know, my yeah. first sort of question was, is this going to be possible? 
now with all the uncertainty we've got of COVID. And I guess my forum were there to lean on and, and gave me the confidence to go, actually, COVID doesn't really matter. It's it, If I've got things set up right and in the right way, then why don't I, I've got to continue on this trajectory and, and, and still step out of the business as planned. Hmm. And, and they really gave me the backing and the support to be able to step up and do that and go, yeah, no, I can do this. I've, you know, I, I'll choose not to participate in COVID, I think is one of the terms I heard recently where yeah, I was talking yeah. to, to a member going, how come your business is doing so well? And they said, well, we just chose not to participate. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, so how many, I, I don't know, how many people are you helping now through Family Vision? How does that, what does that look like? I've got about six ongoing families that I'm still working with. Yep. And the, I guess the challenge for me has been that, again, only due to the COVID situation is has been, I guess, transitioning my my day to day business, which mm. was the rad, was which was the rad talk side, uh, but transitioning that and I'm putting full focus into something. And so with the COVID side, when it was all word of mouth, yeah, pre COVID, yeah. it was all word of mouth. It was great. I could meet the families, get a rapport, and and go from there. And if it worked, if I was a good fit for them, it worked. If I was, wasn't a good fit, it didn't work. And I, I guess with it, COVID is maybe sit back and think about it and go, well, actually I could probably take this further afield and go to more of an online platform, look at ways I can touch more people rather than just make it focused on you know, CEOs, um, key execs and, and entrepreneurs. Mm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you could, yeah, you could have some, I don't know, online webinars where watch on demand, all that sort of thing for information. Do you, do you need both sides of the, like the husband and the wife or the wife and the husband to make this thing work or? Yeah, that's, that's what I found so far. So yeah. it's because we're looking at overall with a family. So, you know, a, 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 a classic day or the first day, if you like, is really sat around the, the kitchen table, the dining room table and drawing a line in the sand to go, where are we at? And so mm. it's, it's important to have, you know, the yeah both both leaders of the family if you want for one of one of a better word whether it be husband wife wife husband 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 wife wife it's it's about having the, those leaders around the table and and their relevant kids as well and go okay well where are we at where are yeah. we really at and asking some so I, I use a similar format to 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 the letter I use for my wife yeah and so prior to getting together I've got a couple of different formats I use for kids of different ages uh, and then each of the spouses and go, okay, well, where, where, where is the line in the sand? Yeah. And have, so, and have that open discussion. So is it a, like for the people that have signed on and you've helped, is it, is it an event or a trigger like what you had that sort of drives this or is it some of them are just, you know, really good planners and they're being preventative, taking preventative action before something goes wrong? Yeah, as I say, so before it was pre-COVID, it was all word of mouth. So you know, I shared shared quite openly my journey yeah, uh, yeah. With, people, with people I've met and, you know, people would come to my house or we'd get together and they'd meet my children and they'd talk about what their plans and goals are and, you know, their vision boards and all of these sorts of things. And people would just go, wow, tell me more. Yeah. And then, yeah. then it'd be like, oh, you know, is there any chance you could work that? So I, when I first started, one of my friends said to me, he wanted to gift it to his wife as a as an anniversary present and said, look, can you come in as an for, for an anniversary and spend a day with a family and and just network through this with us and, and see what we can bring together? Yeah. Uh, so that's what, yeah, a, a lot, that's how a lot of it's worked. And because they've been CEOs or key execs in their own right, they've obviously spoken to other people within their communities. 
Yeah. And they've gone, I'll speak to Simon. This is what we, you know, or they'll talk, they'll go in on a Monday and go, oh, this is what we did over the weekend. It was, we, you know, this worked, this was awesome. This worked. Yeah. Um, and people would just reach out. And so I didn't find the need to promote. So I've still got to this day, I still haven't got a website. That's now work in progress. Now I stepped out from July 9. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's, uh, you know, it's cool. It's because it's, it's evolving and I've, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about. You know, I think, yeah, one of the things I always say to people is, you know, no success within business compensates for failure within the home. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, and, that's and, and it's re- and it really is that that you know, for myself, I know that I was just so entrenched thinking I was doing the right thing mm. in doing everything for the now to to build this business to create a lifestyle that you know I almost lost the fact that I could have lost my wife as a result of it, and then therefore the kids and everything. You know. Yeah, so, that's right. It's really yeah. When you sort of boil it all down, you realise that. If you don't have your health or your family, you've got you've really got nothing. It's mm. like um, those are the things that you know make you live really well. I guess having that support. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's amazing. So, I mean, I guess uh, how many school ex- there? Probably not that many school excursions at the moment, though, is it? But it's- no, there's <laughs> not. But the, the beauty. So, so what? Again, part of my this family vision plan, and one of the things I'm working on at the moment is is business within schools. Okay. So again, that's, I mean, that's a pro bono thing, but it's more yeah. around, you know, talking to kids around what, you know, what their future is, what, you know, about having some grit and, yeah. and, and building that, uh, you know, that ability to accept failure and talk mm. about, talk about business and grit and building and, and being determined. And I'm really passionate about that. So it's, it sort of ties in really nicely with, with the family vision side. So when, you know, when kids can go home and say, this is what I want to do, this is the belief I've got in myself. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it, it starts at that, that core level. Yep, yep. So a question for you. Uh, you think back to, you know, when you were doing as Rad Talk, right, was the, yes. the business and family vision. What gives you more creative satisfaction? Family vision for sure. Yeah. Uh, only because I can see it's one of those things like yeah, within, even within EO when we, you know, when we do a, a forum presentation and something will happen and we'll get that epiphany moment. Mm. Where something from, something from our, our blind window, or sorry, our unknown window mm. or hidden window gets touched on, and we just go, boom, you know, it just blows yeah. your mind. Yeah, yeah. And, and and seeing that seeing that transform through when I you know when sitting around a family around a around their kitchen table, yeah. and just ask asking a question and then just seeing the lights go on. Yeah, incredibly yeah. powerful, isn't it, to be able to make to help people like that? So just, yeah, it's just amazing. It sort of yeah, it warms warms the heart. So. For me, that's what that's what brings true legacy is to go. Well, okay, if I can, if I can save one family, right? If I only needs to be one, if I can oh. save one, save one relationship, yeah, then that then the the joy is in that in its own. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, so if people wanted to have a bit more of a chat to you, obviously we're not going to the website, but um, how would be the best way to contact you, Simon? Uh, they can get hold of me directly on my email. So I've got Simon at createmyfamilyvision.com. Yep. Uh, and there will be a there will be a website up sh- shortly on that, uh, yeah. and also there'll be a Facebook page up shortly. Now I've now I'm out of the business and I've got time to focus on those no, things. Can... No excuse, you know. What's it's, we're recording this in late August. What's been happening? It's <laughs> six weeks, well, well, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. I've actually I've actually enrolled back to uni, so I wanted to keep the wanted yeah. to keep the brain active. So I've, yeah. I've and, and also tied in with the family vision stuff because people say, "Oh, what's your what's your qualifications? What's yeah. your qualifications?" So I go, "Well, yeah. I've, I, other than." Going through it and sh- you know, sharing my experience and from yeah. the business side, obviously, and the personal side. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I've signed up to do a, a master's degree in psychology and counseling. So, oh, wow. Okay. That, that'll, that'll just now tie, tie me in nicely moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. So, well, thank you very much for sharing your story. It's been great to have you on the show. Thanks, Brendan. I really appreciate your time and great to uh, talk to you. You've been listening to an APAC EO production. I hope you've been enjoying listening to the podcast. If you are, it'd be great if you could help us out by leaving us a review and sharing this with friends and colleagues.